to the morning show. What morning. day is it? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, it's but Tuesday. I'm here. I know, and I'm here. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here with you. We miss you, Andy. We hope you're having a great time. He said he would send some pictures just to rub it in. I have seen a couple. Have you? Yeah. Oh, was he already? Oh, he left yesterday. Yeah. Oh, He's nice. in uh, San Diego. Nice. Well, we'll try not to screw it up too bad without you, Andy. He's very excited. He's playing. He's, I think. I think it's today. He gets to play at uh, Torrey Pines. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very good. Well, enjoy. Have a great round. Yeah. They, they sent a picture of the when they arrived, and yeah. it's like foggy, cloudy, Ooh. smoggy. Hmm. So, and the weather here is, of course, beautiful. All yeah, week. yeah. Well, that's what he gets then. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's not always sunny in San Diego. Most no. days, but maybe not this week. Here in Jackson, though, it'll be sunny all week. 54 right now, high today of 71. Yes. So it's, and really, there's no rain in the forecast for the whole week. Well, I, I think we had enough rain. <laughs> I yeah. think we're still drying out. My, my lawn is still soggy really? from last week. Yes, that was crazy. We got like, what, they said five inches over three days? Mm -hmm. That was crazy. I guess we needed it. Mother Nature knows what she's doing. I know. I kneeled down in the grass yesterday and uh, my knee got wet. Yeah, yeah. So, so what else is going on in your world? Uh, well, usually you talk about your weekend. Uh, I with know, but Andy. it's so far gone now. Did I don't even remember what I did. Ancient history. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful as far as the weather goes. Um, sadly, you know, we're just at that weird stage in life where we lost two very important people to us over the weekend. Mm. Um, parents of dear friends of mine. So that, you know, kind of knocked the wind out of your mm. sails a little bit, but we're all about celebrating here on the morning show, so we'll just celebrate the fact that we ever had them at all and move on. Yeah, sorry to hear about uh, your loss. Yeah. We have, uh, today we're going to cover uh, COVID as we usually do on the morning show and uh, a whole bunch more. Uh, yesterday, the county health department released the numbers, uh, 161 new cases over the weekend. Uh, people are being tested and we're getting uh, high positivity uh, rates now on those tests and we have one new death. So the uh, pandemic is definitely uh, still here. And yesterday the MDHHS said go ahead with the third shot. If you've got yeah. Pfizer, uh, it's okay for the third shot. And they issued guidelines which really uh, pretty much cover everybody. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because originally, uh, you know, the idea is people 65 and over. Yeah can get the third shot if you're a Pfizer um, person. Uh, people 50 to 64 with underlying medical conditions. Okay. People 18 to 49 who are at high risk okay. with underlying conditions. And then uh, people 18 to 64 who are at high risk because of where they work. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, first responders, healthcare workers, teachers. Uh, food and agriculture, manufacturing, corrections, postal service, public transit, groceries, everybody. Yeah, well, we have the perfect guests here to inform our mm. viewers on exactly what's going on and mm. maybe even, maybe there is some good news in there somewhere on, on where we're headed. We do. We have some experts who will be joining us uh, a little bit later. Uh, yesterday, General Materials announced that after 69 years, they're closing. And I know that's one of your favorite stores. <laughs> you know, we, believe it or not, it actually is. We spend a lot of time in there when we're rehabbing homes and things. But this is so, this is sad. But you know what? Uh, this family has been so dedicated, you know, to the community and to its employees. And they deserve to be able to retire and move on to the next thing. And I'm excited that they were able to sell. You know, this isn't... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, like a liquidation closing yeah, sad thing. This is just news. a new chapter. Yeah, a Andy and, and Heidi Wall, the owners, uh, and they're the children of Fred Schmidt, who founded yeah. uh, General Materials 69 years ago. They, they're retiring. Yeah. And their kids, they're not, they're, all, they're in, into other things, so the kids aren't interested in the business. So they're able to, they found someone that wants yeah. to buy it and keep the employees yes. and keep the facility. It's going to be a, a warehouse wholesale Okay. Still, same kind of products. Yeah. So we wish uh, Andy and Heidi the best in their retirement, well deserved. And as you said, yeah, General Materials, the Schmidt and Wolf families have been uh, great for the community, very generous. Yeah. They have a foundation, they donate a ton to yeah. the community. So um, thanks for all your years of service. Thank you. And the company that bought them, I understand, is also a family owned mm -hmm. um, company. You know, they're a little bit bigger. They have a pretty strong presence in the Midwest, but it seems like they'll have those same values and holding their employees very, you know, near and dear to yeah. their hearts, just like this family. A Mare Hart is the uh, company buying them. So they're going to have a liquidation sale actually um, starting Wednesday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so head out there and uh, support 
uh, General Materials in their last days and get some great deals at the same time. One of the first times I ever had food at a, on a food truck or at a food truck was at one of their events several years ago. They were like way ahead of the game and had a, a fish taco truck there. Awesome. Yeah, it was very cool. So they've always been innovative and they're a timeless classic. Yes, we'll miss them. Uh, yesterday, after a months-long surge, the Ellishart Museum Board of Trustees announced they've hired a new executive director. And I don't think anyone in Jackson um, knows this person. It is uh, Julie Johnson, and she's uh, most recently from Midland, Director of Museums at the Midland Center for the Arts, and she'll start uh, next month. I'm excited. I'm sure you guys will have her on here. Her resume is quite distinguished. Mm -hmm. I'm ecstatic to have her skills right here in Jackson. Yeah, she's done uh, really a lot in uh, the museum industry. She's been in Illinois, Michigan, yeah. Detroit area, Texas. So she brings a ton of experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it'll be good for us. It's a, that's such a valuable resource for, uh, well, not even just Jackson County, but the surrounding area, but the museum, the grounds, the park, everything. It's just, it's incredible. So I'm happy to have some strong leadership there again. Yeah, and hopefully uh, we'll see some new things. Yeah. And maybe some of the things that they dropped over the last couple of years. We've had the fall festival, gone. Yeah. Uh, sugaring and sharing, Gone. Oh yeah, they've got to bring sugar, sugar and sharing yeah. back. Christmas hillside gone. Need that back too. Let's just send a let's send her a memo, a welcome, well, a welcome, welcome letter with our requests. <laughs> welcome. Here's the things that yeah. you should do. Yeah. Welcome to Jackson. We want it all. You know what I think um, might be a, a, something that she would consider looking at is reopening the granary, the restaurant. I would be so happy about that. We had we celebrated so many things there. We had my grandmother's I'm surprised 80th. It was the 80th birthday luncheon. Um, we had wedding showers there. And it's just, the other day I was thinking, where's a great place to just go and grab a, a quick, just a quick sandwich? And I thought, oh, I wish the granary was still open. Yeah. Also hidden in the granary is uh, an old fashioned ice cream soda fountain. <gasps> that's from, I don't know, you know, a hundred and some years ago. Oh my gosh. Ice cream. And I, I was at the Sharp Park on Saturday. They had the big uh, Jackson Invitational Cross Country Meet plus soccer. And there were literally thousands of people at Sharp Park. Oh, yeah. And nobody could, if you wanted a coffee or a donut. Nothing. Nothing. So that could, that could be a. There's such a missed opportunity. You know, I mean, yeah. and you could do just that. You know, have donuts, coffee, and cider available for the fall sports and maybe lighten things up in the spring a little bit. But, yeah, there's definitely missed opportunities. So hopefully she'll t we'll add that to our list of things <laughs> for her to be working on. <laughs> and, and we know ice cream's a big hit at the park. Look at Cascades. Oh, yeah. So. Which I think, no, have they announced their last day? I feel like we always know, like, summer has officially arrived when they open. I saw that Rudy's, yesterday was Rudy's last day. Really, already? Yep, oh. yep, they always close, usually the first week in October, so I guess they are a little bit early, but so the girls asked me, well, when is Cascades closing? I hope they have a few more weeks. Uh, usually I know which ones close when because we go, we go to them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Frosty Boy and Vandercook, closed. Oh, it's done? Yep. Oh. Closed for the season. What about the Dairy Queen? Is that open all year? No, but they have a lot. They're open more than uh, okay. some of the others. Brandon, you keep track of who's open. You go to the Cascades a lot, don't you? They're still open now. No, they're still open. Yeah. <laughs> well, get out there and get yeah. your delicious homemade ice cream. Yeah. Uh, do you watch Saturday Night Live? I do. Well, I used to. I can't oh. stay up that late anymore. So now I catch the highlights. Well, it starts uh, their 47th season wow. uh, this Saturday. And their first guest host is Owen Wilson. And okay. Casey Musgraves will be the uh, musical guest. Nice. Next week, Kim Kardashian <laughs> is the uh, guest host. I just wonder how that will go. I hope that she is um, lighthearted enough. I hope she's ready to, you know, poke some fun mm -hmm. at, at herself. And if she does, I think it could be a huge hit. If not, I'm afraid it might be a little, fall a little <laughs> flat. <laughs> First time a Kardashian is, what are the Kardashians, uh, what, what's their skill? Um, <laughs> I, chaos, mass chaos, and I mean, their skill is attracting people to mimic their every, you know, move, their clothing, their fashion, their everything. Mm, and, and give them, they, they get money for stuff. What, what do they get money for? <laughs> for influencing. Oh, that's what they do. They influence. Uh, oh, see. and they have this television show that's been on for a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've never seen it. Oh, you're not missing it much. <laughs> you're not missing much. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess, kind of a, a good study of human nature <laughs> in the oddity of it, but I'm sure some people really love it. It is. 
Well, with the ice cream stores uh, on their last days, how about the boating? Uh, have you taken your boat in yet? Oh, no. No? No, I'm diehard. <laughs> My guys hate me because I have to um, get at least one good color tour in. And the colors just don't really start popping down here yeah. until like the second week in October. So was it last year or the year before? I literally took my boat out in a snowstorm. Like I had my park on driving mm. across the bay, but mm. got to do it. I'm do not a quitter. You, uh, do your d daughters have uh, cell phones? Katie does, yes. Well, Katie does. Do you know about um, Instagram for kids? No. Yes. It's a thing. Unfortunately, Instagram for kids um, was going to be released by okay. Facebook. Okay. They own Instagram. Mm -hmm. And after a public outcry, uh, Facebook said, you know what, we're, we're not going to do it. Well, they're probably just trying to compete with TikTok. Well, the problem with Facebook and Instagram, uh, an internal study at Facebook said, we make body image issues worse for one in three teen girls. Ooh. So uh, they know that it's bad yeah. for kids. Yeah. And they were still going to release it. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah, I, I, I guess I could go either way on that. I mean, there's so many things that our kids are s subjected to every day that we know is not good for them. Like, mm. pretty sure Captain Crunch isn't good for <laughs> for the kids in the morning, and um, all kinds of things that we could be doing better as parents. But I think with all that social media, it's just up to the parents mm. um, to really police what their kids are doing, make sure they're making good choices, and make sure they, you know, have self confidence and education. And all right. what do we? What B roll do we have, Brandon? Crimson. The crimson. Oh, Crimson Oak. Did you go to the new Crimson Oak? I have not been there yet. No. How was it? I haven't been yet. Uh, we stopped by Friday with the JTV cameras oh, nice. on their uh, grand opening. Oh, let's see it. And this table that we're sitting at right here, made by Crimson Oak. Yes. Ooh, I like that table. But Jason Norris, uh, what a week for Jason Norris. Uh, opens his new retail store the same week that he was inducted in the Lumen Christie Sports Hall of Fame. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Cheers to you. Oh, look at that Spartan table. But his work and uh, the work of his uh, fellow craftspeople is unbelievable. And he does commission jobs for people all over the country. Uh, a lot of people here in Jackson have crimson oak products like dining tables, desks, end tables, bookcases, and so much more. But it's amazing. It's my understanding. I mean, they're shipping their stuff all over the place. They have a huge following uh, in the Chicago area. And, you know, people just really appreciate the craft that they've honed. Oh, those are gorgeous. Those cutting boards and you know, charcuterie whole, boards. What? Charcuterie boards. Oh, is that what it is? Charcuterie <laughs> boards? <laughs> they say it right. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say that whole, the uh, summit uh, south point area yeah. with that um, the um, we've got Robin Ledwig who's uh, opening her yep. gift shop in the uh, Great Soaks building there are a couple of uh, properties that are being developed yes. and I think there's even a couple for sale yeah yeah I mean we've been we, we have a couple commercial properties out there we're really excited to get mm -hmm. sold too because this is really becoming um, kind of a commercial retail mecca uh, for the county as a whole and I just think having Crimson Oak there, and because it's not just furniture. I mean, this is going to be a great gift store. Um, I love that they have the observation window. It sounds like they're going to be doing some partnerships with the schools. So it's really going to be a draw for the community. So I'm hoping that other people will realize that, you know, the roof count and the traffic count out there will definitely support your business. You build it and they will come. Yes. Very busy area and some uh, popular destinations. And if you want to be one of those popular destinations, you actually have you are listing a property right across from Crimson Oak, right? I actually, I have them cornered, kind oh. of. I, I have the um, vacant uh, commercial lot right across the street where um, Poison Frog, Horton House, was it oh, Horton yeah. House Poison originally? Frog? Horton House. Horton yes. House. D. Jackson's business. Yes, yes, which I loved. And then, um, you know, kind of its latest incarnation, what do you call it? Like, Inc whatever. Incarnation? In incarnation? Is that what it is? I don't know. Whatever. What it was last was a brewery. <laughs> um, but that's been leveled. And so there's just a premier space right there, you know, at that, that where those two roads intersect. Um, and then just on the other side of Crimson Oak, we have the old Comerica building listed. And that place has got fantastic parking, great natural light, and there's lots of opportunities out there. So Could someone live there? Could they live there? Hmm. I'm going to say no. 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 All right. No, maybe we could, well, never mind. I was going to say maybe some of our, we have a lot of homeless people happening um, down here uh, looking for some place to go. So I think they just decide they're going to live wherever, <laughs> wherever there's open space.
wherever you can pitch a tent. Yes, or a hammock. <laughs> yes. And a clothing line. <laughs> a sheet. And a sheet. Uh, time for the Extreme Dodge Jackson County Scoreboard, brought to you by Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. And in soccer last night, Clinton 6, Columbia Central 1. The Red Wolves defeated Columbia Central in Lenawee County Athletic Association action on Monday. Michigan Center and Hillsdale Academy 1-1. to one. The Cardinals tied Hillsdale in a match on Monday. Carter Cosmet scored in the first half for the Cardinals. In girls golf, Interstate 8 Finals, Lumen Christie won the Interstate 8 Conference Finals at Marshall Monday with a four-man total of 351 to win the conference title. Western placed second overall at the meet and in the final standings with a 365. Ashley Hilderly of Lumen finished second at the conference meet with an 80. Sydney Redovich of Western was third with an 83. Redovich won the conference medalist honors for the year based on scoring average. Carolyn Hilderly shot an 88 for Lumen and Brune Savage of Western shot a 90. At the Cascades meet at Sharp Park, Michigan Center won all of the Jamborees and the Cascades conference meet at Sharp Park on Monday. The Cardinals shot a four-man total of 395. Grass Lake was second to 435. East Jackson finished 443. Hanover shot 445 and Napoleon finished at 462. Cameron Shannon easily earned medalist honors, no surprise there, with a 76. Teammate Ellie Treefry finished second with a 97. Shannon led the league with 3.1 strokes over par per nine holes. Addison Ron of East Jackson finished second. Treefry was third. Julie Johnston of Grass Lake fourth. Kylie McKee of Michigan Center fifth. Teammate Riley Brown was sixth. Paige Hubert of Grass Lake finished seventh. And Holly Miller of Hanover Horton earned the final first team all-conference honors by placing eighth. The Jackson at SEC Finals, Natalie Kolka of Jackson High School earned medalist honors at the Southeastern Conference White Division, that's Natalie. At Temperance Bedford, she finished with a 75 for 18 holes to easily win the conference final. Jackson finished second as a team, two Adrian, 384 to 393. In boys tennis, Lumen Christie six, Coldwater two, Nash Hanchett, Noah Lee, and Anthony Johnstone won singles matches for the Titans at numbers two, three, four, respectively. Milan seven, Columbia Central seven, Andrew Hosmer had the only win for the Golden Eagles at number four singles. Northwest eight, Penfield nothing, Mason Schroeder, Austin McCarron, Morgan Buckler, and Jacob Weldon lost only six games in sweeping singles, numbers one through four, respectively, wow. for the Mounties. Dexter defeated Jackson eight to nothing, Close matches and singles and doubles and a disappointing loss for the Vikings. And Western over Harper Creek, 6-2. to two. Western is undefeated in Interstate 8 conference play. And that's the Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Jackson County Sports Scoreboard. New Jeeps arriving daily yes. at Extreme Dodge. And fall is the best time, I think, yeah. to have a Jeep. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Take that top off and just enjoy Mother Nature. Kudos to our student athletes here locally. What a fantastic busy weekend. So great job. Exciting week uh, in high school sports uh, this week. Well, today on the uh, morning show, great to have you with us. We have uh, joining us Dr. Anish Wadwa, pulmonary disease specialist, and from Brown's Advanced Care, Dr. Austin Brown. And we continue with the morning show after this. Searching for medical supplies can be a challenging aspect of the healthcare system, but with help from Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, you can set your worries aside. Our expert staff takes the time to give each of our customers the personal attention they deserve and are trained to find the right products for each individual. If you can't come to us, then let our delivery team come to you to help set up your supplies so you can get back to what really matters, living your life. Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. Lumen Christi Catholic School is guided by our Catholic tradition. We provide the highest quality education and empower students to excel spiritually, intellectually, and emotionally. But to become a Titan is so much more. Our ACT average is 22.1. 46% of our students are enrolled in early college classes and 98% of our graduates are attending a two or four year college or are enlisted in the military. Are you interested in becoming a Lumen Christi Catholic School Titan? Find out more today. Enrollment is open for the 2021-2022 school year. 
visit jacksoncatholicschools.org or call 517-435-1026 for more information and to schedule an appointment to visit Lumen Christi. Jackson Catholic Schools, minds at work, faith in action. Come join us in downtown Jackson for K105.3's Fall Fest and Chili Classic, presented by Trips Collision Centers, Saturday, October 16th, an all-day community event. There will be a petting zoo, pony rides, a cornhole tournament, chili from 12 to 3 with over 50 chilies. Arts, crafts, a beer tent, live performances by Kevin Nichols and Jason Cross, fireworks at dusk, October 16th, downtown Jackson. Hi, I'm Avery Mullen. Over this last year, we've realized just how important family and community can be. Our family would like to say thank you. We truly appreciate you. Vermeulens is still here after 96 years because of the support of our amazing family, customers, and community. From all of us at Vermeulen Furniture, thank, thank you. you. Vermeulen Furniture, for your way of living. Gilbert Chocolates has been a Jackson tradition for over 120 years. We've built a reputation for quality gourmet chocolate that you can taste in every bite. Handcrafted and made fresh right here in Jackson. Enjoy a variety of fudge, chocolates, truffles, and more. Create your own gold box or gift basket. Visit us at our new location inside Briarwood Mall in Ann Arbor, as well as Jackson Crossing and our factory location in downtown Jackson, Gilbert Chocolates. We are the sweet soul of Jackson. Welcome back to the morning show. We're happy to welcome to the show from Pulmonary Clinics of Southern Michigan and Henry Ford Legion's Health, Pulmonary Disease Specialist, Dr. Anish Wadwa. Welcome back. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning. You've been on uh, in the afternoon, but this is your first time on the morning show. First time. Welcome. Great, yeah. great to have Thank you, you here. Help us to be better, help educate us, and help our viewers to kind of understand where things are at in the world today. Uh, you know, this has been a busy, uh, what is this, 18 months now going yes. on at least. Um, and um, folks are in different stages of it. Uh, you know, some are still coming to the hospital, coming to their doctor's offices having to deal with a new diagnosis. Um, uh, in many cases, uh, folks are vaccinated, I think, which helps, but some of the difficulty is, is for those who are unvaccinated and so that, you know, they've heard about it, heard about it, now they're in the middle of it. Um, we've had folks from the beginning uh, who are dealing with the after effects of illness and not just illness, financial impact, uh, emotional struggles, you know, I think there's a, it's good that school has started, you know, and, and, and we haven't seen any big uh, hiccups so far. Ho hopefully that'll continue because I think that's, that was such a big impact. I know for my kids and, yeah. and so many in communities last year. Um, so, uh, you know, I think it's a question of persevering through. I'm not sure there's a, a big fix. It's not going to go away. Mm -mm. Um, there's this thought about, you know, this will become endemic. This is just something we're going to live with, like the flu to some degree. Um, but I think, you know, whether it's patients and families in their communities that they're, they're tired, tired of all the stuff that mm -hmm. comes with this. Yeah. I know that the people that I work with, day in and day out, everybody's just tired, um, and, but we, we have jobs to do, right? And so everybody does. And yeah, so what is it like at the hospital right now with the, uh, the staffing shortages, plus we've got COVID patients? I think the staffing shortages and, you know, um, folks are, are real professionals that, you know, their morale has been affected. Um, and this is, you know, in, in the beginning, folks didn't know what to expect. Everybody was scared, uh, us included. Um, you know, medicine uh, is a team sport, critical care is a team sport. So all of us taking care of patients in the beginning, we were equally nervous. Yeah. Um, there was issues with PPE, not having enough and all of this kind of stuff. So as time has gone on, um, we've learned to do certain things and, and you know, manage emotions and, and have structures and processes in place. Uh, but still, um, you, know, uh, you know, it's patient after patient after patient, and so everybody's got to be professional. I think that's, yeah. the, that's the one thing to think about. Um, you know, uh, I've been here for several years, uh, you know, part of the group that I work with, and, and there are so many folks who, who they're, they come to work every day, and there's not a limitation of what they do. They're, uh, you know, they're tired, but they're professional. They, they continue to be empathetic, and, and that's what you need, because at the least, you've got to start with that. You've got to, you've got to do your job. Um, but I think, I think the, the, the caregiver fatigue is there. Um, I think um, 
you know, we, we've, we've gotten, and, and the hospital administrations had to come through locally, uh, you know, to, to find folks to work. And, and, but there, we're, we've got people who are stepping in. It's like, you know, next man up kind of thing, that, that, that mantra. Uh, and so folks show up and they do their job and, and they try to get people to be well and not suffer as much. And, and so uh, it's, I'm proud to work with the people I work with. One of the things that um, we've heard talked about a lot over the last six to 12 months is um, kind of the, the people that weren't seeking medical care because of COVID. Mm -hmm. They were just staying home. And we have Lung Cancer Awareness Month coming up soon, yeah. and you have some information you wanted to share with our viewers about being <coughs> proactive and not letting COVID keep you home and away from your medical care. There are so many uh, conditions across the spectrum, just part of regular health maintenance that suffered last year. People not getting to their doctors, uh, uh, you know, uh, blood draws or, or screening studies, things like that. And all of these things, um, uh, you know, life goes on to some degree. And so, you know, COVID exists and it seems to be all we talk about, but everything is still there. So. Uh, yes, Lung Cancer uh, Awareness Month is coming up, um, and I think I thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about the things that we do um, in pulmonary medicine. Our group has been here for a long time. We've been doing this. We, you know, we've been working with the hospital for so long. The, the program the hospital has developed, just like many other screening centers of excellence, um, the intent is, at least as, as it goes for lung cancer, certainly the relation as, uh, in terms of smoking, um, and, and part of it is to find cancer early. Um, and you have to have a structure in place, you have to have a team of people. So this includes radiologists, this includes specialists in oncology, uh, surgery. Um, this includes coordinators, uh, nursing, administrators, because you've got to get all these folks through. Um, there's uh, insurance logistics and whatnot. Um, and so uh, what we've seen in, in our program's growth uh, through, through uh, Allegiance Health is that, that the uh, the numbers have gone up year by year as we've gotten to more folks. Mm. Primary care doctors are having good conversations. The intent is that it's a, it's a model of shared decision making. You talk with your doctor about what's right for you. Um, not everybody may be appropriate for screening. Those folks who have poor health, you know, uh, uh, or those folks who don't want the screening study or what might come with it. But the intent is to start with that conversation with your doctor. And so whether it's colon cancer screening or breast cancer screening, all of the regular stuff that we think about, uh, lung cancer screening, there's very good data about if you, if you look for it, you'll find it, and there, there can be an up to 20% uh, risk reduction of dying of cancer. Mm. And so if you find cancer early, and that's what we've seen here locally, um, the numbers have gone up uh, year by year. Even between last year and this year, we've seen a significant increase in the number of patients we're finding early cancer. And that's the trick, you know, yeah. cancer may be there, but if you find it early, you have a better chance to come up with a multidisciplinary way to treat it. Is the uh, prognosis for uh, early discovery of lung cancer good for a patient? It's much better. Um, you know, uh, cancer uh, you know, detection and cancer survival rates are, are based on, you know, years from the, from the time of diagnosis. And certainly for those patients, if you find earlier stage lung cancer, stage one and two cancer, you have more options for treatment. Uh, even if those patients have more advanced disease, um, uh, certainly prognosis might be different if you're finding a late stage three or four cancer. Uh, but, uh, you know, the whole point is to, to find that as early as possible to get to see your specialist uh, and then you talk about what to do about it um, and then you have a discussion what's right for you. It's, it's an individualized thing. Um, we think about these things on, on a large scale. What do we do for this person in this condition? But yeah. then it all has to be brought back to that, that individual person that they're comfortable with doing something. And so these screening studies start by talking to your doctor and then you have that conversation. Important part is also included for those who are smokers is smoking cessation. Um, step by step, you know, the administrators uh, and the nursing staff and the radiologists and everybody who works together on the front end of this, um, they really, they guide the patient through that first step because when you're there for your, your cancer screening, I mean, that's got to be scary. Yeah, I'm curious, um, you know, for breast cancer, we have mammograms. For colon cancer, we have colonoscopies. What does the screening, once you've had that conversation and you decide you do want to be screened, walk us through what that's like for the patient. So uh, for those patients who've had that discussion with their provider, um, there are some uh, criteria for screening. And so um, this was updated earlier this year, um, and the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force uh, has, has clarified that based on available data, that if you have, uh, if you're age above 50 and you have a total smoking pack year history of at least 20 years, so that means, you know, that could be two packs a day for 10 years or something like that. Uh, but if you've had that requirement and you've met that threshold, um, you discuss with your doctor about this uh, and then uh, a CAT scan is ordered. Okay. There are different types of CAT scans. Um, and so uh, for folks who are concerned that this is like an MRI and I'm gonna get nervous, 
Um, uh, this is, a, I, I would describe it as an open donut. You're oh. going in and out of the open donut and you're holding your breath a couple times and it's not as, not as long. Um, but the idea is, is that this is a very sensitive way, uh, more than an x-ray, um, to look for uh, abnormal findings. And so typically you're looking for lung nodules. Not all patients who have findings have cancer. Okay. But the thing is, if you have risk, you gotta look. And if you look, you might find something, and then you have to put that thing in context. And so that includes a CAT scan. Is it a better uh, screening than, than a lung uh, x-ray? Yeah, it's, it's more sensitive. Uh, and, and what was shown when the study first came out, as I mentioned about the, the reduction in, in dying of cancer, um, what's also been shown is, is that even if you stop smoking, that that risk doesn't go away. And so the standard of care yeah. is to follow, even for those patients who've stopped smoking who are eligible by age, is to continue screening for up to the first 15 years after stopping smoking. And so it requires a structure in terms of an organization to make sure that screening study is available for the next year. So we have a whole apparatus for the folks that, that work through the hospital and you know, there's insurance and there's logistics of getting things scheduled. Uh, so this is a screening study on day zero, then on you know, the next one year from there, you'll, may, you'll be due for another screening study. But it requires good communication with your primary doctor uh, and, and the coordinators. Uh, and so there's a lot of back and forth. It's bi-directional in terms of this is what we found, this is what we're doing next. As we are, um, you were just talking about smoking, and I, I think the whole world should know how yeah. terrible it is for them by now. But I'm seeing a lot of young people vaping. Not, and not even, you know, I'm seeing some older people making those choices too. Do you have any message for those that are vaping? There are, um, you know, th th there was a decrease in tobacco cessation perhaps with introduction of e-cigarettes, you know, but it was an alternative. And it's, it's a, you know, just in the same way we talk about other ways that there's gateways for, for younger folks in terms of alcohol or drug use. Um, uh, there is some data about how e-cigarettes can help people stop smoking, but that's, you know, overwhelmed by the bad that comes with it. Uh, and so, you know, I think it's one of those things that, you know, we have to keep impressing upon young folk about what are the, what are the, the things to consider, you know, not texting and driving, you know, uh, e-cigarettes, you know, they may seem cool, they may have their, the, you know, some part that, you know, I'm fitting in with the crowd, but there's a, there's a bad side to it in terms of the addiction potential and where it goes. Dr. Anish Watt was with us from Pulmonary Clinics of Southern Michigan and Henry Ford Legion's Health. More with Dr. Watt right after this. Center for Family Health is excited to announce that our school health centers will be fully open and ready to serve this school year. With locations all over Jackson County, the centers make it easy for students and parents to access health care. It's like having a doctor's office in your child's school. Appointments and drop-in care are available. Call 517-748-5500 or visit centerforfamilyhealth.org for more information on how our school health centers can help you. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years. We've had a lot of COVID patients in the back of our trucks. COVID doesn't care who you are, where you live, or if you're healthy. We have a pretty big feeling that even though the numbers are down right now, we're gonna see a pretty big surge by the end of summer, beginning of fall. We don't wanna to have to see people in our truck because of something that's preventable. So it's your decision to get vaccinated, and I think that you should do it if you're able to. It's safe and it's time. Manufacturing Day will be celebrated a little differently this year for the fifth annual Jackson County Manufacturing Day. Instead of opening doors to hundreds of students this year, the Enterprise Group of Jackson was a leader in the production of a virtual event for Manufacturing Day that includes presentations, processes, and other great content from local school representatives, as well as our manufacturing partners. Beginning on Friday, October 1st, 2021, Manufacturing Day, the video will be made public and posted on the EG's website at enterprisegroup.org. If you are looking for specific information, you can call Debbie Kelly at the Enterprise Group at 788-4330. What happens when kids have more space to learn? There's no hiding in my classroom. All of my kids feel like they're important. Da Vinci has helped me change my grades from D's to A's. 
the online option gives students a different chance to do things at their own pace. Da Vinci helped me feel more safe and welcomed at school. Kids were really nice. No kid would ever be mean to me. They get an education that's going to lead them to, to bigger and better things than they can possibly imagine. Da Vinci Schools, space for every student. Trick or treat? Forget the trick and just treat yourself this fall. Now through October 31st, when you open a qualifying auto loan or personal loan or refinance from another financial institution, you'll have the chance to win up to $500 on a scratch-off ticket from American One Credit Union. And every scratch-off ticket is a winner. For more information or to apply for an American One loan, visit AmericanOneCU.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Dr. Anish Wadwa is with us this morning from uh, Pulmonary Clinic of Southern Michigan and Henry Ford Legion South. We're talking about uh, lung cancer and uh, screenings for that. Talk about the risk um, factors, uh, your age, how many years you smoked, but what about symptoms? Are there uh, some early warning signs? Common things that people might uh, experience, maybe they're subtle in terms of a cough, a nagging cough that doesn't go away. Oh, it's just allergies. They're gonna get better as the weather changes and the frost hits. Um, for some folks, it's fatigue. Um, uh, sometimes weight loss, that's unintentional. That's a, you know, weight loss, everybody talks about, I wanna lose weight, but weight loss that you don't mean to lose is a big one. Uh, sweats at night, uh, you know, disproportionate. Uh, it's hard to sometimes figure for women who are perimenopausal and things like that, and, and sometimes people are just different in how they, how they sleep and whatnot, but, these are nonspecific sy symptoms sometimes though, weight loss uh, or, or cough. Not always that people come in coughing up blood, right? You know, that's where you might think that, oh my gosh, there must be something terrible. So I think this, this goes to the importance of seeing your doctor on a regular basis and, you know, just getting your physicals. Uh, and if there's a symptom, it doesn't mean that it's the worst thing, but it should be something that you say, well, is this something? And if it's nothing, fine. Yeah. And then move forward and, and you come up with a plan with your doctor. No, just knowing what you're dealing with is powerful. That's right. So we've talked a lot about smoking. What are some of the other um, environmental factors that could put you at high risk for lung cancer? You both mentioned a couple of things. One is asbestos, one is radon. Uh, there, are, there are different risks that, that are posed depending on where you work. Um, I think this comes back around to the same concept that you, know, you talk with your doctor in a physical, they'll say, you know, it might be your first visit with him. Where do you work? What have you done? Uh, you know, uh, and, and there you go from there and, and say, well, here's what you got to look for. There are patients who will have risk related to secondhand exposure. And there's a subset of patients who will develop cancer who don't have obvious risk factors. And so, um, you know, th those patients are, are the ones that, that really the, the physical exam or the history taking by the provider can be very important to say, is there something we need to fish for? Yeah. Because sometimes that's what it is. Very interesting. We have an increase in lung cancers in Jackson. Is that because we are screening more? We're finding more stuff earlier. I mean, that's the way to put it. And that's the intent. When you have a screening study, you're trying to find as much as you can in those patients who are positive. Yeah. Uh, and lung cancer screening, uh, the, the algorithm and how it works, that's the idea. It's got very good sensitivity. Um, it doesn't mean, again, that everything that you find on a study is something. You have to put it in context then. Some patients require additional testing to say, is that spot something I need to do something about? Is that spot something you need to follow? And so there's a standardized way that a radiologist uh, will look at things uh, and say, well, this requires a three or a six or a 12-month follow-up. Uh, and so if you have a prior study from a few years ago and there hasn't been a change, uh, the, then the, the impression might be that this is a stable finding or this is something that is not concerning and requires no more follow-up. But the more you look, the more you're finding. And that's what we'd like to see. We want to find those things earlier. And that's the intent of, of these programs. That's the intent of bringing up awareness. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's a question of, of uh, getting folks to their doctor to have a discussion about what's right for them because this may not be right for everybody. Uh, but you know, if you can find more and you're gonna find it earlier, then those patients have a better chance in the long run. In order to see a pulmonologist, do you have to have a referral from your, your general? Um, most of the time, referrals are required. Um, I think uh, you know, cancer screening studies don't have to happen by seeing a specialist, just okay. like colon cancer screening. Uh, some people do stool cards. Mammograms can be ordered. You don't have to see a breast cancer specialist. Um, uh, you know, we go back to other things that are health maintenance, vaccinations, all sorts of things that your general provider, okay. uh, you know, that's what they're good at. And they're good at advocating for the right things for you. And so it can start with that. Sometimes we get involved and we work with the providers in the community in the region 
to complement what they're doing. And that's the intent is that we work as a team. And so sometimes we have a role. It doesn't mean it's bad. Sometimes it's you know, that you need, to, you need to have a specialist to say, all right, this is okay. Or we, need, do we do need to follow this up. And so you know, the team of folks that work in, through the Allegiance system, um, you know, we've, many folks have been doing this a long time. And so they have a lot of expertise and things are changing. There's a lot of dynamics. And so that's why you, you go to, to, to an expert and to say, well, this is new data. What do I do with this? Uh, and so we work with the primary doctors, but it all starts with seeing the primary doctor first and saying, what do I need to do for me? A lot of great info. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Happy Monday. Yeah, or Tuesday. Day. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I'm usually here on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone at home is probably all yeah, screwed sorry. up now. It's Tuesday yeah. all day. Dr. Anish Wadwa is uh, from Pulmonary Clinics of Southern Michigan and Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Another doctor. Dr. Austin Brown joins us in just moments. If you're looking for high quality sheds, then check out Homestead Barns. With nearly 100 options, there's a shed for you. And if not, we can make a custom one to order. We have no credit checks and rent to own options. So we're ready to work with you. Visit us today. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Why is Recruit Specialized Staffing the right choice for you? At Recruit, we have great benefits that we offer from day one, plus great referral bonuses. We have an easy application process that is offered in person or remotely. So apply online today at RecruitSpecialized.com or in person at 1030 Lawrence Avenue in Jackson or call 795-2515 for more information. That number again is 795-2515. At Recruit, we work for you. Recruit Specialized Staffing, an equal opportunity employer. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Hillsdale, Lenaway, Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. It's the annual HBA of Jackson Home and Garden Show, October 8th through the 10th at the American One Event Center in Jackson. Whether you're planning to build a new home or remodel your existing home, our local pros will be on site all under one roof to help. From the front door to the backyard, you'll find it all at the Jackson Home and Garden Show, presented by the HBA of Jackson and Consumers Energy. Visit jacksonhomeshow.com for more information. I knew coming from changing careers, it was going to be hard for me to get an interview and I think that's the hardest part nowadays is getting your resume in the right hands and out of how many people apply for the same position, why your resume. She put me in front of the right people, which without her there was no way I would be in the position I am today. They're knowledgeable, they know what they're doing, they really know what they're doing, so they're really able to help you. I would not have found it without them. Good morning and welcome back. It is Tuesday, September 28th. For any viewers I may have confused earlier, sorry about that, I'm used to being here on Mondays. My favorite part about being on the show is being able to um, talk with and introduce and make the community familiar with our local superheroes. And we have one here today with Dr. Austin Brown. How are you? Good morning. It's You're nice to see you guys again. It's good to see you. Good to be seen. You are I mean, you are a superhero. You just, you do it all. You entertain and in, sharing your mad musical skills you add philanthropy to that you really help navigate our community through COVID and the vaccine and what's going on in your life right now oh man um well the biggest thing is uh getting ready to be dad Yay! So getting ready for dad mode uh do christmas day oh my baby gosh. girl and um 
you know, I'm already toast. I think I'm going to be totally, totally enthralled. So yeah, you're very, spent for sure. Oh yeah, that's over. Yeah. But very excited um, and uh, looking forward to that next chapter of my life and taking her along with me for the ride. So. You might have to do like a lullaby album. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've been, I got the headphones on. I'm working on story time voice. It's been oh, fun. Oh, that's yeah. That's fantastic. So that's been a nice, uh, that's been a nice change of patient and, and a distraction from all the craziness, you know? So um, I'm really, really looking forward to it. All right. So COVID, there's, you know, there's still kind of this dark cloud of COVID over yeah, us at all times. still there. Yeah. Give us some good news. Well, I mean, the good news is uh, we're, you know, we're at a good part of the, uh, the United States has had at least one dose. Um, we do have the Pfizer vaccine that has gotten approved for that additional dose for, for certain people. Um, we have data that's coming out that's looking at the Pfizer product being available to uh, give to younger children, um, which is a whole part of our population that has not had an opportunity to uh, get vaccinated yet. And th that I think is going to make some really sweeping changes in how we are going to combat the pandemic, um, just in terms of getting more people vaccinated and um, less chance for the virus to continue spreading. So, and of course, just reducing the, the chance of severe, severe illness from, from the disease. So, um, I mean, it's been a journey and I think we still, have a, we still have a lot of work to do, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I think a lot of people are, you know, we've, we've, seen, we've seen our, li our lives, we've seen people open things back up. We've been able yeah. to go out to restaurants, we've been able to go enjoy, play music, and we've been able to see our families. So um, we're moving in the right direction, but that doesn't mean we're done. And uh, I think it's something that as we continue to progress through all this, um, it will be another thing that we regularly treat, like we look at, uh, you know, well, it's flu season. Yeah. So we'll be looking at this kind of how we address the flu and uh, make sure people stay safe and healthy. Third shot. Third shot. Who can, who can get the third shot right now? Right now. So right now the FDA approval is for the Pfizer vaccine. So that is for recipients who completed their first initial series at least six months ago. 65 years and older are eligible. People 18 years and older who have an underlying medical condition. Um, those who work in high risk settings and then those who live in high risk settings. Um, and you can see some of that graphic on the screen there. So there's some of the people um, that are eligible that are in those high risk settings. This is data from the CDC. Um, that bottom bullet point, this could be updated. And we're very much in another spot of the pandemic where things are changing hour by hour. So a lot of the things I might tell you right now, they could be different tomorrow. Sure. So um, be ready to adapt, be ready for change, um, and, and be comfortable with the idea that it might continue to change. That's one thing in healthcare, you know, we're getting beat over the head with, you know, it's this way one day, this way the next. Yeah. Um, and it, it weighs on you, but I think one of the things that's been interesting about this is that is very much in a lot of respects the scientific process. Yep. Um, science is not one and done, and then this is what we have, and then we're, we're finished with it. It's a continual learning and a gradual change of a better understanding of what we know. Um, and I think that has always existed, but the way that COVID has really put it on the table, we've lived that scientific yeah. experience a little bit. Um, so it's, it's opened the doors to what that process really entails. And so here we go again. Did you know that Austin Brown's a statewide celebrity now? He's appearing in a uh, series, yeah, a series <laughs> of spots from the uh, Small Business Association of Michigan nice. that are uh, playing all over the state. Here's, let's take a look. Getting vaccinated is an individual decision, and it's an important one, but it's one you don't have to make by yourself. There are doctors and pharmacists in your communities who want to talk to you about the things that are concerning you, and we're here for you to help you answer those questions. So as a fourth generation pharmacist and business owner, I live in this community. I grew up in this community. I would never, as a healthcare professional, recommend you get something that I didn't feel was safe for you. It's your decision. It's safe. It's time. I'd say the most common concerns are, is it safe? How is this going to affect my body? How is this going to affect um, the rest of my health moving forward? I always tell people that these vaccines are studied to be safe and effective. They have gone through a rigorous process in order to make sure that they are safe and effective. I would never, as a healthcare professional, recommend you get something that I didn't feel was safe for you. It's your decision. It's safe. It's time. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, 
I, that was a phone call I got from the Michigan Pharmacists Association. Um, told me about told me about that campaign, and um, they had talked to an ER physician and an EMT team, and the data that they've been looking at says, hey, I think we should talk to a pharmacist. So Small Business Association called MPA, MPA called me, and the next thing I know, I got a camera crew setting up in the pharmacy. So it's so what, like two so or three fun. people have seen it. <laughs> it's uh, no, it, no, it was. I was, uh, my favorite one is I didn't really know to the extent that was going to be uh, set up in a giant campaign. So the, one of the first texts I got uh, from a buddy of mine is uh, I look at my phone and I just see, dude, I just saw you on TikTok. Oh, and I, was, I was like, I don't have TikTok. He goes, well, you're on it. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I got a hold of the, uh, the business association because people started asking, you know, well, where's this at? And yeah. I was actually curious. And it's, it's had between two and four million uh, nice. impressions on social media, um, big statewide campaign. So, I mean, I was happy to be a part of it. It yeah. was exciting for me. Well, it's an so. important message. You did a great well, job getting you. it out there. There Appreciate are it. other things other than COVID. There are. There are. <laughs> including the flu season. What does that look like yeah. this year? So flu season is going to be, uh, it's going to be, I mean, it's always a thing. It's going to be definitely a little bit more pronounced this year than it was last year. Sure. Last year was a historic low for flu season for, I mean, some of the, the things that make total sense, right? We were at home. We were social distance. We were all wearing masks. Um, that is a perfect example with another virus of how to reduce transmission. So flu season last year was pretty non-existent. Okay. Um, but because we've gotten to uh, open the doors and because we've returned to some of our normal lifestyles, um, the anticipation this year is flu season is going to be back. And okay. so it's going to be time to protect yourself from the flu. And as we all well know, best way to do that, go get a flu shot. And you guys have a, a clinic coming up, a flu shot clinic? We have a uh, we have flu shots at the pharmacies, oh, okay. so they are available. Um, you can go to any of our stores, um, give us a call. Uh, setting up an appointment is still preferred. Okay. Um, but if you want to walk in and ask if they can get a flu shot, we can help you out. Okay. Happy to do that. Um, but we do have a... Uh, we have a uh, Pfizer booster vaccine clinic coming up here pretty soon. Um, some discussions about if we're going to uh, add uh, flu shots into that mm. as well. Don't know 100%. Um, got a link coming up soon. That will be available on uh, the pharmacy Facebook page. I'll make sure you guys get a link so you can help us spread the word. Um, and if you have questions, we can take those at the pharmacy. But uh, for those that are eligible, we uh, want to make sure those who, who want the vaccines and are ready for them uh, have a place to do it. Had a lot of positive feedback from our drive-through clinic with the Napoleon Township yeah. Fire Department and the Police Department. That was and great. That's where I went. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. fun. We had a ball. So we're going to get the band back together and uh, nice. we're going <laughs> to do this thing. So we're looking forward to it. Speaking yeah. of music, yeah. where can we see you perform? Oh, man, I just played at Shady's last weekend. Um, I was out there on Friday. Um, don't have anything on the books right now. Um, getting ready for uh, going out and doing flu clinics and COVID clinics and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, dad mode. You got to get bit. a couple gigs so in before I, that yeah, princess is exactly. born. Exactly. Well, she'll be there. Yeah, she'll yeah. be there front and center. <laughs> mom, mom made sure of that. Oh, for nice. sure. So, but, um, yeah, no gigs on the books right now. Great to see you. Thanks for uh, coming in. Great for uh, Thanks for the great information, too. Oh, thank you, Bart. Thanks, thank you, Jennifer. You bet. From Brown's Advanced Care, Dr. Austin Brown. More of the morning show in just a moment. October 1st and 2nd, mark your planner for the Jackson Antique Show and Flea Market. You'll find antiques of all kinds at the Jackson Fairgrounds. Admission is only $3 and kids 12 and under are free. Over 90 booths of antiques to look over at the Jackson Antique Show and Flea Market. You need a plumber? From leak repairs to new construction. Grimes Plumbing Company, licensed and insured, proudly serves the Jackson area with fast, reliable service. No hot water? Drains clogged? Call Grimes Plumbing today. Proudly serving Jackson County. With proper alignment, your vehicle's tires can last a lot longer. At GeForce Automotive, we perform a comprehensive front-end inspection and perform a complete alignment on your car, truck, or SUV. We'll keep you driving straight down the road. At GeForce Automotive, we make friends one car repair at a time. At Consumers Energy, we believe change is imagining. Change is big, small, clean, him, them, us, you. Together, we can bring clean energy to Michigan and protect the environment for generations to come. Learn about your clean energy choices and how you can become a force of change. ConsumersEnergy.com slash change.
Minuteman Sewer and Drains, because no matter when it is, as always, Minuteman Sewer and Drain is there with same-day service 24-7, 365. Minuteman Sewer and Drain will be there on that day when you need them. MinutemanSewer.com. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. Whether you're looking for yourself or someone special, there is something for everyone at the Tiny Pear Tree Trading Company located in downtown Brooklyn. Our charming boutique offers high quality and unique finds in clothing, shoes, jewelry, and a precious baby section. Celebrate beautiful Michigan with our Michigan State of Mind wear and decor. We carry specialty products to help you craft memorable entertaining in your home. Our seasonal decor creates a quintessential area and you can elevate your space with the perfect scent by Swan Creek Candles. Not sure what to get a special someone? Gift certificates are in style all year long. Welcome back to the morning show. We uh, got a report that there's a zebra on the loose. <laughs> what? I know how this happened. Last week there was uh, a monkey in Indianapolis and in Maryland, there's a zebra on the loose. And oddly enough, three zebras were spotted last week in uh, Prince George's County, Maryland. What? And we don't know where they're coming from. How? I mean, huh? somebody's missing them. Four now. This is the fourth zebra sighting in uh, Prince George's County. I've got so many questions <laughs> about that. That is yeah. the craziest thing ever. Yeah. On Sunday, we were coming home um, 127 South, and there were two dogs. They both had tags, and they were on an adventure of a lifetime. And I watched them come down <laughs> running like the wind, coming um, onto the on-ramp onto 127 North, cross the median. I mean, everybody stopped. Yes, two dogs. But oh. they were... They were happy. Their tongues were out. Their <laughs> tails were wagging. They were on an adventure. So I just pray they got made it home safely. Uh, unfortunately, some bad news uh, for you, Jennifer. There's a boo shortage. This is the latest thing. <laughs> Did Andy tell you to say that? It's like he's here. <laughs> yes. Well, nationwide, we are seeing shortages in uh, toilet paper now. Paint. Toilet paper is a much bigger issue than booze yeah. in my family. But in uh, some states, they're rationing their supply. Pennsylvania, if you want to buy Hennessy or Buffalo Trace bourbon, what? you have a two-bottle limit. What? <laughs> yeah. You're going to create, like, mass chaos at Super Liquor today. <laughs> <laughs> Is Hennessy a big seller at Super Liquor? I, why do we not guess? I mean, it must be popular, otherwise there yes. wouldn't be a limit. Uh, Get your Hennessy. I understand. Noah says Hennessy is a big seller of Super Liquor and yeah. Amanetti's. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Amanetti's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Great. Well, go get your yeah. Hennessy. So everything is, I mean, you've mentioned <clears throat> we have to have a surplus of something. What? I don't know. <laughs> I just, we're short on everything. I was trying to have some postcards printed, and they were greatly delayed because they were um, shortages on ink pigment. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? We're all so out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> thanks for coming in on a Tuesday. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. That's it for today. Thanks to our uh, guests. Please join us this afternoon. Jeff Beal and uh, a lot of other great guests are lined up for this afternoon. Jennifer will be back Monday with Andy. No. No? Next a week from Monday. Oh, a week from Monday. Well, uh, sooner rather than later, hopefully. That's it for today. Have a great morning. Bye-bye.
Laughlin's Slice of Spice, located on Spring Arbor Road 